Batman looking at a blade of steel. It's Jokerman. I'm Evan. I'm Ian. Uh, Fat Man looking at a Ferris wheel. That's how he starts it sometimes. <laughs> Just the first thing you hear in the song. Fat Man looking at a Ferris wheel. Fat Man looking at a Ferris wheel. <laughs> does he do? Does he start? Is is that the first line in this version? I think this version is at a, a, as a at a blade of steel. Blade of steel. Okay, yeah. I wonder what the fat man has to do with the blade of steel. I think that uh, these people are inter- interchangeable to some degree. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the fat uh, the fat man is looking at a blade of grass, probably at one point, and then right. you know the thin man looking at the shadows that pass. Shadows um, that pass. Yeah. He does say yellow man at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a coward. Well, yeah, like a coward. Um, uh, you know, but we just want to point that out. He, that's what he means. Like a yes, coward. To clarify. Uh, what are we talking about, Ian? Uh, what what are we? Ta- we're talking about. Well, th- we, this, this came is, from your. Yeah, I mean, this is perusing. This is us talking about dignity. First of all, that's what we're talking about. Dignity. Uh. The concept, the song, the thing that's never been photographed. Mm-hmm. But what we're actually talking about in a wider sense is uh, a, a certain year of, of live uh, touring, um, a year of the Never Ending Tour that we have not gotten to. And it's it's the last year. You know, it was last year, In Remember, last year was 2019. And now it's right. 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> It it was the last normal year of uh, before it was you know disrupted, so uh, we're talking about 2019. The last year of the never-ending tour. Yeah, as far as yeah, seems that way. The I conclusion mean. of never-ending tour. So I guess it did end after all. Well, the the hiatus. Come on, it just right. was. There's just a different tour happening now. Yeah, it didn't. Well, that's the thing. God, maybe you're right. Maybe it did end. But it, you know why did it end? For for good reason. It it only stopped the Never Ending Tour uh, stopped so that the Rough and Rowdy Ways Tour could begin. Right. Like a um, like a a caterpillar turning into a uh, butterfly. Right. Yeah. Twenty twenty was the chrysalis. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're getting uh, we're getting excited for the upcoming. West Coast swing that we're going to be doing all sorts of uh, all sorts of fun stuff for. Uh, I guess we should also be plugging the live show now. Uh, oh yeah, we're going to do Lord, live show, live show. Uh, the the beginning the, of Jokerman Never Ending Tour. Yes, exactly. The very first uh, the very first instance, one that's going to be legendarily spoken about on uh, Expecting Rain. You know, for many years into the future. Hopefully, there's going to be some good bootleggers there. Because uh, the the program will not be available to general listeners at the very least, uh, might come out for patron patrons at some point, but probably not anytime soon, and maybe not ever. Um, but yeah, Jokerman live at Zebulon in Los Angeles, June eighteenth, five p.m. Ticket link in the description. Buy them now. We have confirmed by now there is going to be exclusive merch there. Oh boy, no surprises or no. Yes. Oh, nothing but surprises. Nothing but surprises. Yeah. No hints to the surprises. Uh, it will not be available anywhere else uh, or ever again. So 
uh, if uh, if you want that opportunity, you you're gonna have to uh, gonna have to cop a tick and come yeah, on in. If perhaps you missed out, wink, wink, mm. on certain merch. Mm. If you missed out. Mm. Uh, and we're gonna have a whole uh, whole great lineup of friends and family members, I would say, uh, from all across Jokerman Nation. The, this the is Jokerman the, family. Yeah, the Jokerman extended family, chosen family. I think they call it the Jokerman chosen family. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's yes. gonna be uh, it's gonna be like you know the live wall or live wall the live the last waltz. waltz <laughs> it's the last waltz of 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 a podcast. So, yes, um. <laughs> we're all sitting down to have a turkey dinner afterwards. Um, well, we're sitting we're, down during it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we all hate each other. We're never going to speak again after this show. Van Morrison um, comes out and shows everyone up, and yep, uh, that's that's what's going to happen. Scorsese is you know commanding seven different well, camera rigs yeah, all dir- throughout. It's directed the, by the Martin rig. Scorsese. Yeah, Scorsese. Yeah, and uh, so you you best not miss it. Don't you dare miss it. Don't you dare miss it. As Bob says, so so do we. Uh, Jokerman live in show and concert at Zebulon, uh, June eighteenth, five right. p.m. Uh, but right now we're we're traveling back in time uh, to twenty nineteen, um, and we're looking uh, thanks to a uh, one of our favorite YouTube posters of Bob stuff. Mister Tambourine has posted uh, before the drought. It's a bootleg compilation. Best of the Never Ending Tour 2019. Get mm. it instead of before the flood, it's before the drought. Yeah, the, the drought of touring, where there was no touring because of the drought. And they've even got it down to the very like the font and the album design and stuff. Um, the pictures are just sort of a mishmash of uh, like iPhone pictures taken with the telephoto lens. It seems like so like it's. <laughs> You know, you're you're working with the best you can. It's not that big dramatic sea of raised lighters that you get on before the flood, uh, but you know, I think it's 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 actually pretty pretty well suited for us. Uh, that nice that main cover. kind of picture of him down towards the bottom is very <laughs> is very good. Main being the word, he is, he has a a mane of yeah. Hair. He looks like uh, ferocious, a like a lion. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you uh what do you say we get into this? Might as well take a, a whirlwind tour of. 2019. Th- this starts with um, Dylan being uh, mean. A little bit of Bob talk, yes. Yeah. Uh, say once again, take pictures. Oh, don't take pictures. But we're going to either play or pose. Okay? okay. It's stern Bob talk. It's like, oh, I wouldn't want to be on his bad side. It's the, you know, we know we we, we know Bob is not a big fan of uh, folks with their phones and the flash photography at concerts and such. And, yeah, and this uh, this is a, possibly the moment where he it was the last straw for him. Yes, <laughs> it's like you can take pictures or you can't take pictures, either way. But. We could play or we could not play or we could pose. We could play or we could pose. Yeah, we could play or we could pose, which it really does make you feel like a, uh, a fool uh, yeah. if you were taking photos. And we see how that has worked out for us uh, because at these upcoming shows, we're going to have to put our phones in those little pouches and not even be able to look at them or use them during the show. Yeah. That's the logical conclusion of this whole. I guess that's going to be better than what it was 
for the tour last what, year. With, where, like, the shock troops coming in and, like, yeah. taking people out. Yeah, the Gestapo, like, hitting hitting you in the face with, the, you know, a 10,000 lumen flashlight in the middle of a dark theater. <laughs> I wasn't even using my phone. I was, you know, it was just whatever. Uh, we're going to enjoy the pouches, folks. Uh, first song... Flatman, 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 looking at a uh, you know a plate of food because he's too thin. Flatman. Flatman looking up and he's still. Thin man looking at his last meal. Hollow man looking at a cotton field. It makes me long for the days when you might just hear him do dignity. Yeah, the band sounds, I mean, you know, this is sort of your classic, uh, I mean, I guess one of the classic iterations of the the never-ending band towards the end of the you know it's the end of the charlie sexton era i guess we can call it um it's definitely a little harder a little more rockin than the current iteration of things which might have something to do with the band members might also have something to do with the music itself you know the songs that are being played um but it's a really easy kind of smooth sound all the way through uh and but like uh, rootsy almost or something um and this dignity version like doesn't sound too different from like the original kind of versions of Dignity, I think, which is kind of surprising to me as someone who isn't a major scholar of latter day. I feel like Dignity doesn't, it doesn't change that much. Like it, it stays pretty solid, pretty in a good way. Yeah, I mean, there are some pretty radical reinterpretations on this. Um, uh, yeah, on this some of them are crazy. Yeah, one way And maybe that's what we should but... spend most of the time talking about because I don't know about uh, you, but. I, I don't necessarily want to talk about the ones that are kind of just by the book that we know are good, you know. Dignity is special because, you know, it's a special song. We love Dignity. But uh, moving on from Dignity, a, a classic, mm-hmm. Anyway You Slice It. Uh, is, I'll never move on it from Dignity. Ain't, it, it Ain't Me, Babe mm. is next. This is a good one. Yeah, what do you, how would you describe the the rendition of NAB Babe that we hear. Mm, dusty. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. You and the venue 
very very dramatic fluttery it actually does sort of give you a feeling of where he would go uh in the rough and rowdy era there is some of that um gesturing toward something a little bit more almost classical Mm -hmm. uh this is a really interesting sound a great spot for for dylan to work in a really interesting palette. And that's kind of the best things of this 2019 era for me are where he's actually kind of like, you can't tell if it's classical music or rock music. Classical, classic, like classical music, like Beethoven classical music. Yeah. More like, uh, like, like Debussy or something. I see. Or like it has some, you know what I mean? I, I don't know that I do know what you mean, but I'll I'll let you, I'll let it fly. Um, just so that like f- gentle fluttering piano, right, and just right, some right. more just in the sensibility, not like literally it sounds sure. like classical music, but um, some of the, there's strings on this one too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, the band sounds uh, really great. I I don't know that I would call the piano fluttery because Bob is really kind of at the beginning yeah he does get a little he gets a little plonky towards the end uh you know that that classic as is his his way which I think is nice um it's well suited for for the players at this moment in time um and this I think this is like kind of ideal circumstances or um best case scenario thing because it's like clearly a pretty different kind of interpretation of it ain't me babe you know very different from Man, where it that, had been but it's still also recognizably it ain't me babe like it's yeah it, in some ways it's more than ever like it feels like the song has reached a mature stage right. where it's actually kind of better than than it could ever have been before this some of the guitar is just so so beautiful yeah. like these little accented guitar parts sort of like you know what I'm talking about. I do. The lightning. The lightning from the ledge, babe. The lightning on the ground. I'm not the one that you want, I know what you're talking about on that, yeah, and that's Charlie. I mean, and I think that's why people have, you know, they're, insofar as people have had complaints to lodge about the most recent tours, it's it's his absence, I think, that is most uh, yeah. distinctly felt. Um, yeah, and, that you don't get that sort of spontaneity as much, uh, or it's different. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think that he and Bob just had, like, you know, years and years and years of playing together, and they had played all of these songs a million times. And that's part of the other thing is, like, these songs, they had played one zillion times together. Even the Rough and Rowdy material, which we're already saying is, you know, we've we've heard it already, and he's not changing up the set list. He's only played those songs live, like, 50 times or something like that. Um, you know, all of these tracks have been drilled, you know, 
hundreds of times over the last several decades. So there's just some sort of, you know, magic liquid mind meld or something uh, at a certain point that you just you can't get to until you've just done it again and again and again and again. And it's really just sounds like uh, it's that same feeling you get on listening to like Blonde on Blonde, Mm -hmm. like that, the 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 musicians being just so inextricable, like they're so locked in together right. and yet they're so playful. Right. And this is like this version of that. That's just in every way. sounds more, sounds grown up. And it sounds like they're taking their time. Like they're really just luxuriating in these, in these songs and finding ways to make it interesting for themselves in every single moment. Yeah, it's really it's great. It, yeah, it's such a it's such an easy kind of classic sound. Not you know just just like natural, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, lived in, predict predictable, but in a good way. You know, like exactly what you want out of this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, speaking of something that isn't predictable, what's the next uh, song? Can't wait. Here? Oh yeah, can't wait. Which is blown out into this. Yeah, this is extraordinary. Like a I think we've talked about this funk before. Thing. Yeah, we have at some point, but come on, it's yeah, it's it just, good to reiterate. It's so good. I can't wait. I wait for you to change your mind. I said it's late. I'm trying to walk the line It's way past midnight People all around Some of them are up Some of them are down Yeah, but I find a constant sweet And I don't know How much longer I can This just absolutely whacked out funk version of yeah. "Can't Wait." That's got this like, you know, like chic, the wah guitar, yeah, like a and chic like... sounding guitar line or something. The band sounds incredible, like, and that's where you know this is most. This band and this kind of compilation, I think, is most impressive. Is going from this just like beautifully, just like seamless immaculate and iteration and like of flowing it ain't me babe it ain't me babe into and this this yeah exactly it's and and he sounds so with it too he's like he's right there with it i mean actually we should reiterate or make clear this net wasn't necessarily the next song right. uh, that they played because this is a compilation a best of various performances from 2019 right which we opted to do just to give a bit of a broader perspective rather than picking just one show. Um, so we're getting a, a, a mix of random times from this here. Man, this is so but good. It's so good. <laughs> and it, he's, he's so sharp sounding. Yeah, he's like, on he's it. so, so sharp. Like it really, it has none of that thing of uh, Dylan sounds like confused or disengaged. He's like right there. Yeah. And the band sounds like it's so tight. Yeah. I mean, and, this is, yeah, this is incredible. And this is what you get, I think, on some of the recent shows, you know, in best case scenarios, like some of those false prophets, for instance, where he's just like off, you know, off the radar, but the band's keeping right. up with him and like everything is kind of, you know, intertwining itself as, as best as possible. Like they're, 
they're here on Can't Wait uh, as well. Um, but they don't – those – don't have this funk thing. Right. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that exactly. Is, the, yeah. the false prophet, you know, that he's playing is like pretty, pretty true to false prophet on the record. This is like almost unrecognizable. Yeah. Well, it's the original can't wait. is kind of like, uh, kind of like a smoldering bluesy sound. Bit of a snooze to me, to be honest. I've learned to like that song more, yeah. but yeah, it was never one that jumped out at me when I first was listening to it. Uh, yeah, well, that was the one mind. that I think we've talked about in the past, but Lanois kept thinking, like, this is the hit. There's a hit here, and we just got to get, we just got to, we got to uncover it. We got to get there if it, Maybe if it was like the funk version, it would well, have been. exactly, yeah. If, if yeah. this had been what, what they had managed to crank out in the studio in 1997, you know, then, then, he might have been, been top of the charts that year. But uh, as it was, yeah, it's a little, it's, it's you know, on the back half of the record. We're almost to Highlands at that point. It's just sort of trudging along. Uh, but this is, this is a whole new, it's a whole new dimension, baby. Next we have uh, Boots of Spanish Leather. <laughs> Uh, which, you know, is very pretty. Yes. I don't know how much I have to say about it other than it's like a great, ver- if you like this song, it's a, a terrific version. I've sent away my own true love. I've sent it away Is there something I can send you from across the sea? On the first night, I'll be I never find myself reaching for uh, Boots of Spanish Leather as a song much. I like Boots of Spanish Leather. I think it's pretty. I like it too, but I just don't like. I'm not passionate about this song particularly. No, it's one of my favorites from um, Times, which is one of my least favorite Bob records. I think. Um, reviewing my uh, my album rankings that we'll be revisiting shortly. Uh, that one. Folks are probably going to be angry about where that comes in on my list. Um, I love the line in the song, of silver or of golden. Of golden, Of golden, yeah. uh, You know, and, and that's that's how it's been since the beginning. Doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily, like, make grammatic sense, but there's some sort of, you know, I, 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 just the way that he phrases it. I, I, I love that. And he keeps it, you know, he keeps it true up until this version. Um yeah, I mean it's it's this is much more like like this is this is the equivalent of like on older shows, you know, when he would come out and do just like the acoustic set, right? You know, on the 78 mm-hmm. tour or 86 or something, just him and an acoustic guitar and he would do like he would do It Ain't Me Babe um or he would do um Gates of Eden or something like that. This is the equivalent of that on this version of the tour where it's just it's basically him on his piano and like it sounds like a pedal steel in the background and that's that's it it's sort of a a showcase moment for him uh but he's he's obviously done with the guitar at this point he could have picked something else you know uh but uh i i, I like if he's gonna go early I, I think this is a good this is a good mix of like deep ish you know but not not too deep for for the like i say reason. if if you like this song you're gonna love this version there you go it's really good uh but Moving on. Uh, I mean, it's very pretty. It's good. Moving on, we got Highway 61. Mm. You know this one? You like this song? This is a good one. Yeah. Um, again, I think the thing that stands out is how lucid he, he sounds. 
he's having fun doing it this way. consider Highway 61 to be like kind of a novelty song well because it has a slide whistle like slide yeah it's like a cartoon sound effect in it yeah but this is a like a a, the way they do this that guitar riff that is is totally new yeah exactly oh I love that so much yeah Um, well there's another song later on that I I think you know what I'm talking about which is like a similar sort of like um, I don't know it's like a reinvigoration of a song but like making it feel uh and this one it's just like it's got this like grand canyon feeling it's like really like big uh adventurous vibe yeah yeah it's definitely more like an epic yeah it, it's like i if you, if you just told me like oh he's playing highway 61 like i think uh, you know that's that's maybe the bathroom break song uh mm-hmm. on a tour like this but this version this variant hell no this rocks yeah, it's really it's I think that the reason why that feels that way sometimes is that the original song I think is a little one note actually and it's not one of my favorites right. for this reason. Um it's like you just hear it again and again the, 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 that it doesn't really feel like there's gravity to hi- the idea of Highway 61. It's like a just refrain. It's like rainy day women basically. Yeah, but uh, this one kind of leans into the uh this kind of like galloping uh uh i don't know it just feels like a bit more intentional like yeah. he's really using the language he's yeah it's, to he's paint a picture turning it into a cold iron's bound or something yeah yeah and this one way. is kind of like played like cold iron's bound yeah which is another one that he loves to fuck around with. Uh, I don't think that makes an appearance on this tour anywhere. Um, but there's a zillion different versions that the ver- the 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 um, pretty good stuff that James put out a couple days ago, which will be two weeks old by the time people hear this. But if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. The latest uh, pretty good stuff, all tomb cuts in anticipation of the forthcoming tomb bootleg I'm series. I'm honestly thrilled for that. I think. Yeah, I I I am cautiously optimistic. I would say. It, I mean, I I'm really excited. It's an album that I've like come to really listen to a lot more lately, and I, I've come to feel like I don't know. I just I really think the best stuff on it is some of the best stuff. Period. Right. I think it can be 
like depending on how they do it, it it can be could be amazing. Well, speaking of which, and speaking of doing time out of mind cuts in an amazing way. Oh, yeah. The next, the next song, I think it, this is one of the absolute triumphs of Dylan's uh, arrangement skills. Rearrangement like, this skills. Is, yeah, this is just like a stunning thing. And, and it's so, so well crafted and cohesive. This version of Not Dark Yet, which has like... It almost has that James Bond song, <laughs> like a Bond track. It is very atmospheric, yeah. Um, which the song originally is very atmospheric, but this is atmospheric like in a totally different way. Shadows are falling. original is um sort of more like plotting and like defeated and this one is kind of like uh i don't know how would you even describe the mood it, that he achieved there's here? A, it's sort of like sultry or something like it's yeah it's, i don't want to yeah. say sexy necessarily but like not too far off from that whereas the original yeah, yeah is like kind of swampy obviously as yeah the original is not is. sexy at all this one feels yeah, as sexy as death can be. Right. <laughs> Which, you know. You can almost be sexy. Uh, you could almost hear like like uh, Hail to the Thief era Radiohead playing this music. <laughs> not not the lyric or the vocals from yeah, Bob, no, you obviously. Just, <laughs> you put uh Tom York in there going, Then I got to the scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It really does sound like, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, like that guitar line that Charlie's playing. Like that yeah. could be a Johnny Greenwood guitar uh, uh, riff. Um, another one that made an appearance on James is uh, pretty good stuff, uh, just sort of serendipitously. But yeah, this is a really wild kind of uh, take. Really makes me. I mean, I don't know. I always love Not Dark. Not not dark yet. I, I'm not going to say that I like am reappreciating it or something or learning how to appreciate it because I. That's always been one of my favorites, even though, you know, Matt Farley, not a fan. Um, mm -hmm. Just striking, you know, how, how there's a whole second life, whole third, fourth dimension to this song that he's only just getting to in 2019, 22 years after the, the original dropped. Yeah, and it's that thing again. I, I mean, I, I keep coming back to describing these this way, but 
luxuriating in this music that he's he's like really just letting the song spread out really wide right and uh kind of taking his time in a way that feels uh, I don't know, like just all the more profound for just like it almost like subverts your idea of what a song ought to go like because right. it just becomes this meditation where you he's just going through the verses right in a way that you know we'll see on something like uh, Key West, a song that's way more like just this big canvas that he just keeps exploring parts of i saw someone i forget where recently the other day but i saw someone saying like i his key west shit is not working these days like he's overworked it or something like that that's that seems you to mean be live yeah live I haven't really been following it that closely. Yeah, I've been letting the uh, the most recent bootlegs sit because I know that we've obviously got a zillion shows to go to shortly. But I'm going to be interested to see what it looks like because that was one he was fucking with, has been fucking with all sorts. So, uh, Yeah. I mean, you've got to take some chances so that you can eventually end up with something that really works like this one. Yeah kill it on this and see if there's a version like I, you know who knows if there's some sort of like you know early version of not dark yet in the in the vaults somewhere the same way that there is like an early version of um born in time for instance that we got on telltale signs if there's if there's some totally whacked out reinterpreted version of this on the new bootleg series like this psyched stoked but if it's just like you know i don't know uh, if it's more blood more tracks but for time out of mind i don't know that that's gonna I'm gonna yeah, we'll see. wet my whistle, but we got some time to wait on that. Uh, what do we got next? Serve somebody. Yes, gotta serve somebody. So this is the one that is basically mostly untouched that we're still getting um, on the current tour, mm-hmm. um, with that kind of raved up, rootin' tootin' version of this with the wild kind of guitar solo in between verses and stuff I don't know that I mean if I were just hearing this myself like originally without having any other sort of context I'd be like damn this rocks I do have context for it and I'm assuming everyone listening to this is kind of familiar with it by now as well so like you know it's good but it's you know it's it's what he's doing what he's been doing for the last however long at this point yeah I feel the same but they make all you pop. It, it is good. It's good. You know, it's it's, it's not it's, bad. It, it's good. It's not bad. It's good. Um, what do we have next? 
Oh, we have Cry a While, but it sound, this version of it sounds like Rumble by Link Ray. Rumble by Link Ray. Yeah, oh, you know. yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, the song that sounds exactly like this. I just like that that was what he decided to do with uh, Cry a While. Yeah. I, think we I like m- Cry a While. Uh, yeah, I like Cry a While, too. I think we might have talked about this on the uh, the live and theft episode that we did with Steve last year, um, mm. if memory serves. Steve Holmes. Of um, uh, American Football. American Football, yeah. One that I, I like Can't Wait is sort of one that sits towards the end of the record that, like, you know, it is what it is on the album. It's not, like, one of the highlights but I like him digging this up out of the deep, you know, relatively deep, dark corners of the discography and reinterpreting like this. I, there's something about these types of songs, this Can't Wait, for instance, um, where he feels more confident about, like, fucking with them and, like, Maybe it's turning them into new songs. Like how they sort of are kind of uh, album cuts. Like, he's like, okay... I could do this better. Yeah, no, I think or I that, could do it differently. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I like that. You know, I can't imagine anyone going to um, anyone going to one of these shows and like hearing this and not instantly being into it. But you know, we know we know there are folks out there like that. Next, we got "Girl from the North Country." Uh, you know, I feel similarly uh, about this as I do "Boots of Spanish Leather." Not one you like. Uh, you know, I like it. If you're traveling, then I'll help you fly. Let the winds hit you on the borderline. Gonna love me to one who lives up there. She once was a true love of mine. <laughs> this version of it is, um, really simple it's just him and it's, it's him and piano basically yeah and there's strings again of some sort um mm-hmm. but yeah this is this is ba- probably in the same i don't know what the sequence of this was you know in the actual show but it seems like it would be in that same time of the acoustic set that boots of spanish leather makes its appearance at he's very plonky in this which mm-hmm. is fun uh, 
but it also is kind of like a more again like sort of classical or like um reverent sort of sim and its simplicity treatment of a song that I think he knows benefits from that. Yeah. Looking at the um the set list, like for all of twenty nineteen, like on setlist FM all the songs that he played, he doesn't have any standards material on here, I don't think. Hmm. I guess he got it out of his system. I yeah, I mean I guess so. But I, you know, I, so that's that's I guess why he's doing songs like "It Ain't Me, Babe" and "Boots of Spanish Leather" the way that he's doing them, which is yeah, they're kind of like his in standards. place of those standards. Yeah, yeah his standards exactly. Um, or soon after midnight. Um, Speaking of soon after midnight and th- that album that it comes on, uh, "Scarlet Town." Is that next? Next. Yes. Yeah. 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 When when I've been when I've been listening to this and turning this on, I keep thinking he's about to play "Ain't um, Ain't Talking" with that. It is like "Ain't." It talking, sounds exactly yeah. like "Ain't Talking" with the guitar, uh, and then he mm-hmm. just then he ends up playing "Scarlet Town." Um, this is sort of yeah, a fun way to play two songs at once. <laughs> it's it it is a bit more like creeping and menacing, right? Than than the album version of, of "Scarlet Town." Well, the album version is pretty creeping and menacing, also. But uh, yeah, it, it's true. Yeah. This this lives up to that. This one is like ain't talking, yeah. Um, yeah. This guy, what does this have? Thirty-five plays. Looking at his set list here, there was looks like so there was like a core kind of like thirteen songs. Well, so ten songs have seventy-seven plays. So that's like every show played all of those, and then there's a couple other songs that have between like seventy-six and. 50 plays and then another grip that have like 48 to 20 and then a couple down here at the very bottom that he only played once or twice dignity is one of those uh scarlet town right there in the middle so some some tempest material for folks wish he was wish he was bringing more i mean i guess maybe we'll see at these new shows maybe he'll have a surprise for us how great would it be if we were there one night and he just started playing scarlet town well, I, I want him to play a certain other song. <laughs> I want him to play P- Pain Blood. I don't think that one. I, I, I could not imagine. If I had one pick from Tempest. Of course. Though, obviously. I, and we will talk about uh, something that's not on this particular video uh, compilation that we're talking about. But uh, uh, Benny Boy, the legend himself, he put together a... a it's called More... More payment, more blood. More payment, more blood. Very good title. <laughs> and it's just, it's exactly what I want. He did it exactly what I want, which is just 11 versions of Pain Blood. Pain Blood. And two of which are from 2019. Yeah. So we'll talk about those later. I can't imagine a song less well-suited for this iteration of the tour than Pain Blood. Pain Blood is like the complete opposite well, energy. Well, you haven't heard this version. You, did you not listen to it? I listened to the versions that, that you sent me. Yeah. 
You don't think they work? No, I think I think they absolutely work. But what I'm saying is like for oh, this you mean version, the rough and rowdy yeah, ways it's tour. the complete opposite, just energy, like his little gremlin mm. demon from hell. I don't know about that, that man. Inhabits, There's so. uh what about uh, my own version of you? Yeah, I guess so. But that's you know, yeah, I guess that's as close as it gets to it on there. What about um, false prophet? False prophet is he's got some uh, fire in him. Yeah, still I guess with those songs. There. Yeah, all right. So he, he he's angry. Some you can tell like some of the ways he delivers certain lines. He's still kind of like he's putting something behind it. It's a little bit, uh, a little bit acidic, a little bit harsh. Right. Well, if he does play "Pay in Blood" at any of the Pantheja shows, we will know. We will know. Yeah, and I'll scream that he is a listener. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I was. Gonna, that's what I thought you were gonna say. Um, if you want to send us a coded message, Bob, that's how you that's how you can do it. We'll both be soy okay, facing in the of, audience. Uh, songs that are about Bob being pissy and uh, ornery. We have our least favorite mm. one next. There's some. But is it is it a good one of this or d- does he make it work? There's something to recommend yeah. it. Yes, absolutely, and it's yeah the end. It's Ballad of a Thin Man. It's Ballad of a Thin Man. This is maybe the best, I don't know if it's the only one, but certainly the most notable instance of Bob and Harp in this collection. He's killing it. It's beautiful. It's spectacular. Oh, yeah, all, the, all of the harmonica on this tour that I've heard is insane. He's there's killing one, it. There's one, uh, I was listening to this um, as I was like on my run this morning, and at some point it the this video ended in a different compilation from 2018 right. 19 came on and there was a um I, I forget which song it was um that i i sent to you that i i said this is unbelievable or i t- told you about and then i realized it was on a different compilation right but it had one of the most insanely lucid um don't think like, twice it was don't think twice it was this uh incredible harmonica solo that was like it was like he was talking it was just like beautiful yeah i hope he yeah i hope he's got some more uh more harp energy in him for these upcoming shows because this version of thin man i think like this is as good as it gets as far as i'm concerned it's a it's a really nice easy kind of uh Interpretation, sort of similar to something like uh, Highway 61 that we were talking about a few minutes ago, a little more serious. It sounds way. It's it's definitely more of an attitude thing than any sort of um, actual change to the the song, or the bones itself, or the the arrangement. Yeah, it's really standard, yeah. and I think maybe that's something about Thin Man that we kind of why we don't like it that much a lot of the time is that it it's the same song. It really is dependent upon the attitude he puts into it or doesn't um, cuz it really tends to say stay pretty close to just that iconic uh, sound that it has yeah you're never going to um, get a can't wait interpretation of thin man right so it feels a little stock when it's not really working right. as be- as good as it can work but man the harmonica on this, this is one, so good like, that's all I need from this is just like the last like 90 seconds of this song. Something is happening here and you don't know what it is. Do you miss the Mr. Joe? 
it's beautiful. Yeah. And his vocal delivery on, on it up to that point is really spirited and uh, urgent feeling. So it's good. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Yeah, this is with Neil Young, With right? Neil, yeah. Yeah. You recognize that voice I mean, anywhere. It's a, yeah. <laughs> this is just a kind of a ramshackle version, but, uh, you know, it's charming and fun. The only instance of this uh, appearance of this song for the whole year, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? Yeah, I think it's just a special occasion uh, bust out yeah. for, for Neil. It's, you know, of one of the most fundamental like folk classics you could do. to see our friends up there playing music together you know that's right our friends the people who we are friends with. yeah uh wow our friends and our um and our our heroes in our heroes lenny bruce ah, is the next of song. course <laughs> this is that famous version of uh that well it's that thing that happened where in 2019 dylan played lenny bruce again god i would what i like if i i cannot imagine i just wish i was here i was there for a 2019 show and i was in the mindset that i'm in now and i didn't know lenny bruce was coming i would have been my floor my jaw would have been (laughs) on the floor i would have been hooting and hollering like an absolute Mm -hmm. ape the entire time well the closest thing to that we had was just first hearing that he did do that in right. 2019 yeah which was in itself a bit of a, a moment <laughs> uh, it was like he what and this is it do you think it's good uh, i love it Lady Bruce is dead, but his ghost is living on and on And he's rewritten the lyrics on this. Uh, Some of them, yeah. yeah. Uh, at the beginning, what it's it's he it's not synonym, it's Babylon, and um, uh, the just the very first line is different. I forget. We can drop in a clip, but I don't need to wait for. I uh, know the very first up. line is the same. Is it? Well, okay, Lenny well, Bruce Lenny Bruce is, Bruce is dead. dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the one after he doesn't that change that one. <laughs> that one he doesn't put a different celebrity in. Lenny Bruce is um, alive. How about that? Yeah. Talk about something Lenny Bruce spooky. is alive. It's good. Never did get to the promised land. Never made it out of Babylon. I like that. Yeah. 
No more Golden so Globes yeah. references. Less, less topical, less like, uh, yeah. But he keeps. You know, he keeps is the most immortal line: "Pants and shirts." That is in there. Yeah, that's let, that's carved. That's chiseled in stone. That's that's on because, the ta- the tablets from the mountain. You could say it's labeled in stone. <laughs> They do with pants and shirts. Pants, pants and, and shirts. Um, Bob really, you know, he's he's people people always you know make make a whole lot of hullabaloo. He's, he's so hard to understand, and he's, you know he's, he keeps people at arm's length. You know, never tells anyone what, what you're thinking. He's been telling people from the beginning. Shot of love, great album, misunderstood, one of my best, one of my favorites. Here we are. 40 years down the line. He's playing Lenny Bruce in 2019. He's closing shows in 2022 with Grain of Sand. That's right. The man knows what he's about. God, imagine Property of Jesus coming back. <laughs> I'd like to hear that instead of serve somebody. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, plug, the, uh, plug the whole of the uh, secular music there. Give us some Dead Next Man, is, Dead Man. Um, man. Is, is like a Rolling Stone. Love this. Yeah, but why do you love it? What's good about this version? This is this is like primo latter day Bob vocal delivery, up singing. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the up singing, whacked you get, out. Come when he's when he first starts the song, you really like the lead up to it is very ambiguous. You like until he starts singing, you don't know. Yeah, and there's this beautiful moment just on this specific recording where you can actually hear this kind of like low murmur of recognition right. as he starts the song where everyone is clearly like so stoked. And, and that's just one of the best moments on this um, video. Yeah. one in particular i think is the one song for the entire thing the, the, the uh, audience is like clapping along with him mm-hmm. and like they're so into it it's beautiful to see there's something about this rendition seems so that's so it avoids this pitfall that i think a lot of versions of rolling stone 
you'd end up in, which is like most versions of it they tend to like or a lot of versions that i don't think we're crazy about they try to match the energy of the original like most famous live versions Mm -hmm. which is an impossible fucking task right you can't do that because that's like the most iconic explosive live moment in music yeah you're never gonna get a 66 rolling stone again right and so what this one does it has this like knowing kind of all reserved quality while still being propulsive but it feels like it knows what it is it knows and it's not trying to stack up to that energy right it's just trying to um it, it's more regal you know mm-hmm. and it actually he does that thing this arrangement uh slows down yeah now you don't and then it just like floats away and it becomes like ethereal and it's basically just piano and his voice. Really a genius move. Hmm. Roll. Having to pee. Scotty for exactly. your next meal. <laughs> and then it just jumps right back into how does it feel? This is a really a great Rolling Stone. So good. This particular one that we're listening to. Well, it is the best of the Never Ending Tour from 2019. It, it is. What's what's the next song? ERK, baby. Oh, it's, it's early Roman Kings. <laughs> it's the, you know you know what you're getting on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's the damn blues. <laughs> uh, this was one of the ones that was played every show, all seventy-seven shows, seventy-seven no way. times. Yep. Wow, he does not get tired of this. Early Roman Kings serve somebody. He still plays it. He still plays it right to this day. Well, he, he you know, he he's was. finally switched it up for Rubicon, but yeah, was still playing it. It's this, serve somebody, Highway 61, Honest With Me, which doesn't make an appearance on this, uh, this uh, compilation. No, I feel like Can't Wait, and um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's some other things instead of that. Yeah, I mean, it's not, uh, you know, we, we've all heard Honest well, With Me. Well, there's actually, I know what, what takes place of Honest With Me is kind of um, uh, a different song. Was I, oh, shit, maybe I was thinking of a different, comp- that other compilation I ended up listening to, where there's a version of um, High Water that I really wanted you to hear. I'm bummed that it's not on here. There's a version of High Water that is straight up, um, like from this this era. It sounds like Tangled Up in Blue. High Water. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. Well, he didn't seem okay. So it must have been 2018 because he didn't. He wasn't playing it on the 2019 tour. Was it 2018? Well, he it wasn't 2019 because that didn't make an appearance on the. Um, okay, then it was that. I it was that comp of 18, 19 that I ended up listening to by mistake. Right. So good though. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like going all over the place here, but um, it's because we know what early Roman kings is. Yeah. They're lecherous and they're treacherous. Next, we're back into Tempest. I mean, Tempest to Tempest on this uh, track list. Is the next one Tempest too? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Long Wasted Years. Yeah. What is this? a long time. Since we loved each other when our hearts were true. One time. 
For one green day I was a man for you Last night I heard you talking in your sleep Saying things you shouldn't say This one also only play, this was the single instance of Long Wasted Years. You know, twenty nineteen. In twenty nineteen? Yeah. He only played it once? Only once. I think he played it a lot before then. Uh yeah. Well yeah, he, he played it twenty six times in, in eighteen. Mm-hmm. So not things have changed level, but uh definitely up there. Might have been one of those situations. Like remember at the beginning of the the Rough and Rowdy tour last year, he was playing he played like Simple Twist of Fate and Love Sick. For the first couple songs, yeah. first couple shows, and then like sort of junked Dropped those. Him. Yeah, might have been the same sort of thing where he just was like getting the band <laughs> tuned up with something they were all familiar with. Funny you mentioned those because the ne- that's the next two songs after this. Oh well, there's <laughs> Simple Twist of Fate and then Love Sick. There you go. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Long and Wasted Years is a pretty faithful version, yeah. and I think it it highlights that that dreamy quality that you just heard on like Rolling Stone. This song kind of lives in that exclusively, mm-hmm. but it, it's not quite as like ethereal as that one gets. But still, it's you know as as spacey as his kind of bluesier type things get. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. <laughs> He changes that part like all the time. Yes. Yeah, this is one of the ones that he likes to fuck with the lyrics on. Yeah, my enemy like crashed into one. the dust. Um. Next, we got Twist of Fate. You know, some Twist of Fate. Is this a remarkably different version of Twist of Fate for you? Yeah, I th- this is what he's been doing with it. You know, for the last couple of years, this was one of the ones that I remember most distinctly from seeing him in, in 18 at the beacon for the first time was twist of fate. Cause like the whole, the whole crowd really got amped up. Cause this was something that they all recognized, not based on mm-hmm. the music, but based on like, he literally said simple twist of fate. Uh, so it was yeah. funny to see that. Um, you know, it's, it's nice. It's nice. It's yeah. nice. Got to like it too. Got to get some hits in there. Uh, then we have love sick. Love sick. This is a good version of Love Love Sick. Yeah. There, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're kind of running uh, running into a bit of a, a lull here toward the end of this particular compilation because it's all just good stuff. Right. But we do have that uh, special uh, treat at the end, so uh, don't don't change that dial. I feel like uh, I mean, this, this Love Sick is really good. Yeah. I feel like there's you know, Love Sick, can't wait. Scarlet Man, maybe not Scarlet Town, but Cry a While. He was playing Beyond Here Lies Nothing on this tour a couple times. Uh, oh damn! I wish, that I wish had we been could on hear. Yeah. yeah, well, we can always listen. We can find to a zillion different other shows. Yeah, um, these kind of songs at this moment in time sort of make sense for for what they're like classic. They're like latter day classics mm-hmm. somehow, not blues, 
music necessarily, but you know, just sort of a bluesy rock sound. It all, you know, it all makes sense um, with this band in this moment in time. Sort of, uh, you know, precursor in some ways to what he's doing on Rough and Rowdy. Something like, um, something like False Prophet, really. You know, yeah. Jimmy Reed, Rubicon, you know, that kind of energy. The, the strangest uh, thing about this is that you actually get like a, an echo, a vocal echo on his voice. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. It's like, I see, I see, I see. He's trying to. It's like, when does he ever do yeah, that? Exactly. Like put a vocal effect on. Trying to simulate some of that swamp. Yeah, trying to do homemade Lanois. Exactly. <laughs> Live Lanois. Doing the Lanois. Yeah. And then what's the final track uh, that we have on this particular thing is um, it takes a lot. Uh, isn't it? Takes yeah, it a ta- lot to laugh. Takes a trend to cry. Exactly. Which is good. Uh, this uh, this version also kind of fits in with, I think, what he's doing with Highway 61, for instance. This like relaxed kind of bluesy, but still like pretty modern kind of sounding um, Interpretation. I'm just now seeing that somebody had posted, or Mr. Tambourine himself posted where each of these were, which we should have been saying all along the way. Oh, yeah, I saw that earlier and then it just completely slipped my mind. Um, well, this is in for, Chicago. To make up for it, this is Chicago, thirtieth <laughs> of October, twenty nineteen, and the the rest are um, at different places. He's got some uh, got some European dates there: Stuttgart, Braunschweig, yeah, Stu- Braunschweig, Innbruck. Um, uh, in Innbruck. I don't know where that is. I think um, that's uh, Switzerland, Oslo. maybe. Uh, you got Oslo, and you got you know exotic places like Irvine. Yep, beautiful Irvine, California. I like how number sixteen is just labeled Pennsylvania, just Pens- somewhere in the state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, that's what you get. That's what you get, folks. Sometimes you get a very descriptive. It should also be noted that none of these song titles are actually listed on the YouTube video. They're yeah, all just labeled track one, track two. I had track to go three. in uh, in painstakingly uh, notate which ones were which. That's uh, that's what you get with uh, with the bootleggers. Sometimes it's pretty good stuff. Other times it's uh, you know it, it's less than. Well, that. it's a bootleg, so you you gotta be happy with what you get. Exactly. You know? uh, but I want to take you uh, to uh, Stuttgart slash to also New York um, in 2019 for one last trip around the the uh, the sun. What do you got? One uh, one last uh, sun. One last uh, being drenched in the light by the sun. It's blood. It's pain blood. <laughs> I mean, I think that it. I think that it is pain blood. Uh, but that that dramatic like um, sort of lead up. It's very theatrical. Yeah, I, I guess and anthemic maybe. Yeah, and it's fun and it's really. I really recommend uh, getting this uh, this collection uh, that Benny Boy did. I think you can just. It, it's online uh, or you can go to his Twitter. Yeah. But um, you really do see that the, the song change a lot through the years. And as just a way to cap off what 2019 sounds like, you know, this song goes through so many different versions, becomes a kind of like bluesy, becomes like kind of uh, almost, I don't know, like 
very exotic, like almost psychedelic version. Um, and then what you have here is just this perfect, it's this timeless version that gives the song like this. It just feels expensive. It feels like expensive. it has, it feels like it has like a lot. Maybe of the a, finest leather. Yeah. It, it's luxurious. Like this is, this is the best blood you can buy mm. on the black market. <laughs> this is the adrenochrome. This is you know, this is what you really want. Yes, fresh, fresh shit, just as good as as Bill and Hillary are, are sucking up. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the second version in that, the, what you sent me. What is this? this yeah, is the second one, December second in New York at the beacon. Yeah, has this really wild kind of solo. The guitar solo is so, so badass, good. Yeah, it's so yeah, badass is the word. It just sounds like rock you know rocking. yeah it's it truly is it's like really it's it's not that version of you know dylan rock either where it's like oh that's nice he's he can still rock and roll like this part on this is actually kind of viscerally uh thrilling yeah like, i mean it sounds actually, like you know, just like a modern rock band basically yeah like it sounds like john kale or something yeah. uh, like it has that kind of like uh, it doesn't matter how old you are. It's like it's ed- it's right on the edge there. Yep, yep. So it's it's so great. Yeah, I could talk about it forever. Well, you can hear us talk about it more if uh, you come see us at Zebulon. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about different stuff. You won't hear us say the same. We're just again. we're just going to be up there saying pain blood is good for an hour. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the whole show. I like this pain blood. I like that pain blood. We do talk about the same things over and over again. I, I do think that we kind of do that. Like I, I realize that we maybe have repeated ourselves well, that's, a lot. That's but what every podcast does at a certain you, point. You know what? You also have to realize is that that's what Bob Dylan does, and that every time we repeat ourselves, whether we meant to do it or not, we're doing it a little differently. We're refining it. We're becoming more and more um, ourselves. We're 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 becoming more and more comfortable. More and more. Uh, masters of our mm-hmm. art mm-hmm. and that's what you're hearing in 2019 uh, on bob dylan's never-ending tour as we've just explored it's a good year before the drought but fortunately the drought has ended uh the metaphorical drought has ended yeah the, actual the real drought West, in california is western united as states bad as it's is, ever been yeah, yeah horrendously terrible uh, but a hard rain is going to fall on us Jesus soon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joker men. Yeah. 
Oh, 